flowing. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right, let's get the shit that we about to start flowing with now. All right. I think things are a go. The levels, the, the levels is good. The levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels is good. Stop that. Let's try this again at maximum volume. Like, this shit needs to be played at high volume. What was that? What was that? Fat Joe song? I came from here. I know you've been searching for someone to satisfy you and give you so much more. That was the Fat Joe song, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's try this again. The levels is good. The levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels, the levels, the levels, the levels is good. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, Want to hear some hot takes? Let's see how woke you are. You know something about podcasts? Yo, digame. Get a minute, one minute. I got these three drunk uncles with a sports podcast. They say they got fire takes, pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts. At. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. You listen to what you subscribe, yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man, do the pod beat. You'll need headphones with a mic to call in. That's no problem, man. They'll also be at Sharky's. 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. You may get some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. If anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a take faster than a rabbit gets fucked. There's only three things I have in this world. My word, my balls, and this podcast. And I don't break them for nobody. My team sports season I think that's my cue. I think that is good evening and welcome back to another edition of the Monty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one knowing talent called Mondela. It is another Fuego day in the hottest city in the world, coming at you live and direct from South Florida. They said we was going to have high city of 91, lows of 75. Current temperature right now is 83 degrees. It is officially still June 17th. You are listening to Volume 7, Excerpt 112, Track 445 of the Mighty Sports Podcast. And I'm telling you, folks, you are listening to possibly one of the last 10 podcasts of the season. Folks, yeah, we're officially coming down to the countdown. You got to figure we have, we have next week. Right, that takes us out to the takes us out to like the twenty fourth. The week after that, that takes us out to the thirty. Actually, we're done right around somewhere between draft and and fourth of July. So don't be surprised if I tell you guys that the last week of the podcast or the last show of the podcast is next week. Maybe I do four hundred and fifty episodes. Maybe. 
Maybe I give you five more episodes to finish out the year. But I'm telling you right now, we may start this. We may start the break before the actual month of July. And then for anything again, folks, we will not be back until like the second week of September, right, right around Labor Day, folks. We're gonna have ourselves a nice little six week break. But thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Wherever you listen to the podcast, that whether that's on Facebook, that's on Twitter, that's on YouTube, that's on. That's on Instagram with the behind the scenes camera. Let's get the behind the scenes camera up. We're on Twitter Spaces. We're on Twitter Spaces as well. Um, um, where else? Where else? Where else? Where else? Where else? Where else? We're on Podbean. Don't forget that we're on Podbean because the Podbean is where we use for the calling line. So if you ever if you've ever liked to call and join the podcast, that's exactly that you'll have to download the Podbean app and let's look for the live feed and that's how you'll be able to call in. That's the easiest way. That's the only way as well. And we're on TikTok every once in a while, but we're definitely on Twitch as well. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Not bad. I'm about to lose rights to my feed. <laughs> my bad. I'm, I hope that they didn't pick up or anything too much because I, I I ain't realize it. Listen, man, just cut the first five minutes of the podcast, all right? Or let's cut like like I didn't realize I had I had the whole entire motherfucker. I had the game still going on in the background. So you know what? Mm. Mm. I didn't stir that shit up or nothing. Let's get ready to talk about. Let's let's go ahead and get into the sports, right? Because we got a big show for you to get into today, right? Because you know what we say here, right? Regardless of the time, help me out here. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. You see it. We got we got a big show for you guys today. Man, we go I know you I don't even actually have to even tell you guys what we're gonna talk about today because it should be obvious. We're gonna talk about the Warriors win, folks. We officially saw the last game of the NBA season and I, it took one extra game than I thought it it was it was it was going to, but you know what? That shit happens. So we're going to talk about the Warriors win. We're going to talk about Brittany Griner. It is officially day 100 and... Well, we, we, have it in the, we have it in the thing. Day 120, I think. Yep, day officially 120, which makes it just about four months now since she's been locked up. Yes, it's been... Yeah, because it's been since February 17th since Brittany Griner has been locked up. We're going we gonna to give you a little Brittany Griner spotlight that you guys remember who the fuck she is as well also another wnba legend manages to retire we'll talk about that in a little bit as well somebody from wwe is fire right we got the we got the birthday party coming up at the beginning of the podcast. We're gonna talk about the Cowboys. Possibly they found a way to sneak their ass in here. Tell me why? I don't know. I didn't ask for them to be here. They just found a way to get up in here. Obviously, you know we got a Bluetooth promo code for you guys. It's gonna be coming up to the last days where you could be able to use that promo code before it expires. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Like my boy Chillwell likes to say, we're gonna get right into the meat of potatoes. Hey yo, DJ Mighty, drop that beat. Hey ladies. 
check everywhere okay spaces is up you never need to start getting into my spaces for real for real i'm here now we ain't going nowhere right you know like the way we like to start off every single podcast and what we like to start off these podcasts folks is with the birthday party yes folks we get a mighty birthday party every single show and what we do is that we give the we give our birthday shout outs to people that had a birthday since the last time that we were on the air so that so that for us folks was on wednesday on on hump day right now it's tgi friday but we still got celebrations to get into let's go ahead and get the first one right Right, right. Oh, let me whoa, 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 pause. I'm getting ahead of myself. You actually know I'm ready to party. Hey, yo, get your cups ready. Right? And it don't really matter what's in your cup. It's your cup. Right? I don't care what you pour up with me. Just pour up something with your boy. Alright? I got whew, I had to bring out my big blue today. You know what I mean? Like, because it's a celebration. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to bring out the big blue today. We're talking about the leading wall of pizza over here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So get whatever you're going to get to go ahead and celebrate this birthday party with me, right? And folks, I'm going to sing this song one time for you, for the ones that don't know the birthday party song. Oh, I know you're like, who don't know the birthday party song? Well, you don't know the birthday party song when you have to worry about copywritten shit. So you don't know this birthday party song. Can we go? Get, can we go? Can we go? Yeah. You like that? I like that. You like that? I like that. Because, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. 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 Because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yo, let's go ahead and get a happy birthday. Shout out to a couple of people out there, right? We want to say happy birthday to Dwayne Long. Dwayne Long, I happen to have the the pleasure of working with this individual and calling out his name and 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 announcing him to the ring when I was working with Platinum Pro. Well, I'm still working with Platinum Pro Wrestling. He came to showcase his talent at Platinum Pro Wrestling. So I want to say happy birthday first off to Dwayne Long. Also want to say happy birthday to Melissa Ryan. Melissa Ryan happens to be a homegirl that we met just randomly flew on out of town. One of my homegirl's parents met her. Was like, yo, I think you would like my daughter and her peoples. She hit us up on the low ski. We went out of town. We partied. We chucked it up. Friends for life. That's what we do. Yo, want to say happy birthday to Melissa Ryan. Also would like to say happy, and that was the birthdays for yesterday, folks. That's all the birthdays for yesterday. Now, the birthdays for today. I want to start, you know, I don't get very often I'll be able to throw one of my own peoples in there. It's not very often. Wait a minute, where is it? Where is it? I get a chance to throw in my, my, my Knicks blues in there. You understand? It's not every single day I get to show off my fandom when we're talking about our birthday shout-outs. So, hold on. Let's get this on real quick. Hey, yo. 
I gotta say happy birthday to 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 Nick's point guard. Hopefully he's he's the, he's the future starting point guard of the New York Knicks. I wanna say happy birthday to Emmanuel quickly as well. It's his birthday today. And also on top of that, I would like to say happy birthday to another Knicks fan that I know, and that's my homegirl Kim McCreature. Right, Kim, I've 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 known I've, I've known mommy's um. For over 15 years now. Like, I've known her since I first stepped foot in South Florida. We started working together all the way back in the day. I've known her since our little, since the, since the little one was still a little one. And I was like, hey, yo, hey, yo, you bored? Go read a book. And he read his books all the way to be able to graduate. Congratulations again to everybody that recently graduated high school. All of you have graduated, period. But the special, but the special, 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 special big ups, right? It's, the, it's the, all of those that graduated high school. Right, definitely want to want to make sure you guys get recognized for 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 finally being able to to reap some of the some some of the rewards of all of the hard work that you guys have been putting in. Right, so let's get out of here. Let's get that out of here. So let's go ahead and get them all out of the way now. Right, right. Let's remember that song. You guys remember how that song goes? Right. Let's sing it to them one more time. Right. Right. Because because yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it. Check it. Yeah. Check it. Check it. Yeah. Because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> I lost my beat. But yo, real, real talk. Dwayne Long. Melissa Ryan, Emmanuel Quickly, and Kim McCreechin. I want to wish you all a happy birthday. Hope you party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. Actually, it's Friday, so you get your weekend at Bernie's on. But more importantly, you continue to stay. My T. Hey, yo, DJ. Hey, yo, DJ. My T. Cut that beat. Mr. Energy is out. Also, I know I know she's not the only one that's doing uh Oh, I'm, I'm watching Aaron Judge come up to the mound right now, folks. It is the top of the ninth. Takes a swing at it. He catches a piece of it, and it goes foul right. I'm re-watching the Golden State-Boston Celtics game as well. You guys know I always like to keep on some kind of – I like to keep some kind of sports on anytime we're doing the podcast. Right now, Yankees game and also the Warriors game from last night. I have had this game on loop since 9 o'clock. Let's not get too distracted, all right? So – to Daniel, to Melissa, to Emmanuel quickly, to Kim McCreechin. Hope you party hard. Hope you enjoy everything. Hope you regret nothing. But more importantly, you get your weekend at Birdie's or you continue to stay mighty. I feel like I said that already. Yeah, I had some major deja vu. I feel like, I feel like sometimes I feel like I got so I, I feel like I got I got like I have short-term memory loss. I don't even understand. <laughs> So I want to say happy birthday to all of you, right? Hope you guys really enjoy yourselves this week. And now let's go ahead and get and get directly into in, into the mighty topic of the day, right? And the mighty topic of the day has not changed in about one hundred and twenty days so far. So in case you don't know, or in case you've heard this, no, actually no, I'm not even going to encourage that. I was going to encourage uh, um. <coughs> A, a particular course of action, but you know what? I'm not even going to encourage that one either. I'm not going to encourage that one at all, at all, at all. So you know what? Let's go ahead and get into our mighty topic of the day. Mighty, folks, and our mighty topic of the day, right? This, right? We want to say again. 
for God, God knows how, how long we've been doing this now. For 106 days, it feels like. You want to remind you guys that, that to keep Britney Griner in your thoughts and prayers, as Britney Griner has currently still now still now has been. I'm using all kinds of like with fucked up citizens. She, she currently still now has been locked up for 120 days, wrongfully detained in Russia on trumped up weed charges. I don't know how you need me to say it, but that's basically what it is. She's been held hostage in Russia. She's she's they they tried to use her. Um, as 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 a negotiation chip, so that, um, so that they can go ahead and free and free one of their one of their um illegal arms dealers. Trumped up weed charges. Well, that sounds familiar, don't it? Locked up of trumped up weed charges. Sound like Russia is just imitating America. As we see Otis for three. Man, this game was so amazing. I can't I can't really wait to get into this. But I more, more important, I can't wait till Brittany Griner comes home, folks. 120 days that one of the best players in the league's history has been locked up. If you want to know the equivalent, I want to say on her lowest level, she is the equivalent to, to what most people would know as a Kevin Garnett, folks. She is not only a champion, she's a seven-time all-star, eight-time block leader, two-time scoring leader. She is always in the top 10, maybe even top 15 of score. I want to say, listen, I mean... I, I, I'm blowballing it by saying top 15 of scoring. She's usually, she's actually probably more like consistently in the top five of scoring. But yeah, let's just put a top 15 just to, just to keep, just, just to make sure nobody, but hey, you know, you know, that one year she fell down to number 11. Fine. Fine. Two-time peak performer, three-time first team, three-time first team All-NBA, three-time second team All-NBA, Two-time defensive player of the year, three-time defensive first team, four-time defensive defensive second team. She was on the all-rookie team, right? NCAA champion, most outstanding player, AP player of the year, three-time Big 12 player of the year, four-time defensive player of the year, high school player of the year. Shorty been balling since she was, before she was even an adult. You understand? Like the top, we're talking about, we're talking about one of the top prospect coming out of high school. Brittany Griner, and that's who they have locked on. Basically, basically a sports national treasure, pillar in the LGBT. I don't want to be disrespectful. LGBTQ community. It's the one thing I don't want to fuck up. You guys know I fuck up a lot of shit, but I don't want. I want. I don't want to fuck that up. It's like I'm being disrespectful. Not at all. It seems like every time I meet a chick these days, she's pansexual. Listen, it's, it, it's okay. I'll give it to you however you want it either. You you, you, you can catch it by the tongue or by the prom. <laughs> well, Brittany Griner, folks, third woman in NBA history to dunk a ball in the game. If you would like to purchase merchandise, obviously you know that you can go to Brittany Grinders page on the NBA store. Also, you can go to change.org and you can sign a petition for Brittany Griner as well to go ahead and try to put pressure on the net, on the government to do what they can to try to get her home as quickly as possible. Now, like I said, who knows what they can do because we, we all, because I already told you, their asking price is a whole lot. I'll tell you this right now. No athlete is worth releasing an illegal arms dealer. We don't negotiate with terrorists. And 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 I say that and I say that so 
easily. Not because I'm I'm some super patriotic, you know what I mean, Captain America motherfucker. No, it's because I serve. And that's just not what we do. Like she I not for nothing. She's not important enough for us to wanna give up an asset for her. And that's real talk. But I still but I still hope they can do everything inside their power outside of that to go ahead and get her home. But if if it's if it's if the only stipulation of getting her home is releasing her is releasing and is releasing one of their arms dealers, right? Their terrorist arms dealers, that's not gonna happen. We're gonna be talking about freeing Britney Griner for the next year until we're blue and gray in the face over here. Or red in the face, whichever color you turn. Is that the only three colors you can turn blue, gray, or red? I guess you could turn a pale yellow. Hmm. But let's go keep it in those three colors. And let's continue and let's continue with March forward, right? Let's march forward into our first topic. Let's march forward directly to our first topic of the day because I I'm just ready to get into this and get into like the meat and potato sports. And I don't want to say like I'm just I'm just, you know, doing like I'll be on BG. Unfortunately, there's not much for me to say continuously at this point in time. Keep her in your thought. My bad. I didn't. I didn't properly outro her, right? I understand that there's not much that most of us can do um, to be able to help her to get out. No, the most thing, the most that we can do, you can support her by 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 um, signing merchandise. You can, I mean, by by purchasing merchandise. You can you can help her out by by signing a petition, or more importantly, you can help her out just by keeping her in your thoughts and prayers, or whatever mm. whatever positive light and guidance that you use to inspire hope. Like just, just honestly just keep just keep her there and let's just hope that she continues to stay strong and continue to stay safe until she can make it back home safely. I think I've mentioned to you guys already her communications is kind of limited. Um she is allowed to send emails but the stipulations of those emails that are that are sent or based off to the fact that um, she can, when she receives emails from anybody, it is it is brought in. Obviously, as you know, it's printed and it, and it's and it's and it's read by and it's read by Russian officials and it's scanned for, I guess, you know, security or issues or anything else like that. And when she sends an email the other way, she basically writes it out. Her letter is her letter is viewed and scanned viewed and scanned and that letter is sent to her lawyer. Her lawyer then types it up and then sends it out to whoever that she wanted to send that email to. So that's how she is currently keeping in communication. We have seen other entities now being um, being able to talk about her a little bit more and starting to apply more pressure um, in the national media and on our government. As, um, the, like I said, part of the reason why we started up this mantle at the beginning is because nobody was doing this. Nobody else was doing this. Nobody talked about her for a good month or even more um, while she was locked up. And then suddenly, because there was a, there was a mini gag, I think it was like two months, nobody basically said anything. And then all of a sudden, one day it was like, oh, guess what? Her status changed. And now everybody, and then basically that opened up the floodgates. But before then, nobody was saying anything. And we wanted to make sure that she wasn't being forgotten. I don't think we have to worry about her not being forgotten anymore. But we're still, we're still going to do, make, we're still going to make sure that we do our part that so that anybody that listens to our podcast, they may not know. 
Like I said, because I talk to so many random people about sports, right? And I'll mention the uh, the like I, I'll never like when I talk sports to people that I don't think are sports people, right? I don't talk about oh Stephen Curry just won his fourth championship. What is going to do for it? like that's not the casual fans care. I talk to them about Montrez Harrell being caught for trafficking. Right, that's what I talk to them about. I talk to them about Brittany Griner being 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 held hostage in Russia for 120 days or since February 17th. I talk to them about that because those are the things that they don't really know about. Those are the things that they don't naturally just hear passing by. I still haven't heard about Montrez Harrell on the, on, on the telly or on the radio. None. But I know, but I know the stories out there. I know it exists. Like I know it existed for Zach Randolph at one point in time. The Britney Griner story, you don't hear it every day on the telly or on, on the radio or across the waves. Nah. That's not how you catch that wave. So I, so when I talk to people that really aren't sports, like when I talk to people about sports, because obviously I'm gonna tell them that I do that I that I sit here and I talk and I and I talk sports with you guys like on a regular basis. I drag I tell them the story that I think that is more most interesting to them. Some people, they want more sports. They want to hear that, oh, you know your sports and you know your history and you know your this and you know your that. Some people want to hear you be a little boisterous and a, and a little wearing bunches. They, they want to hear you go against that grain a little bit. See if you got a little controversy, a little edge to you. Some people don't know shit. Bring them with the interest pieces. Hit them with the Reese's pieces. Mm, you know what I mean? Make it melt in their mouth, not in their hands. I'm loving it. Oh. And my Yankees game is, is officially over. I think that Mets game should be over by now as well. Let me see here. Where's the Mets at? Yeah, the Mets are probably over as well. The Yankees just blew them out like 10 to 3. I think the Mets are wasting the Marlins um, by approximately the same amount as well. This game last night at one point in time, just like, like, this, like this like game five. It was a 20-point lead at one point in time. I ain't gonna lie, I thought this was a woman batting for a second. This Williams person. I thought this was a chick. <laughs> the Mets are up right now, top of the knife. 10-4. So it looks like both teams, both New York teams are gonna are gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this game. I'm gonna finish off the night actually, putting up 10 runs apiece. Are driving in ten runs apiece. Um, not only not only both New York teams, but the two best teams in the league. I don't know if you guys know this, but the New York Yankees and the New York Mets are two of the best teams in the league, and it is very much possible. And trust me when I say, like for the for the that these teams have have, have taken care of. A lot of the holes that they needed, that they needed to. The Yankees have great pitch. Both of them got great pitching, but the Yankees end up getting a couple, um, getting a couple of lefties. They got some. They they got people that hit for contact and not just for home runs. And the Mets got a professional in there taking care of business as a manager to be able to put together all this talent and keep them accountable, keep them all on the same page, keep them focused. Keep them all in the goddamn same train cart. Let me skip the round a little bit. Didn't we? 
I always have to remind people that baseball is my first love. And what that means is I go left field all the goddamn time. So I know we were just sitting here talking about Brittany Griner, but let, let, but and and we wound up talking about talking about baseball and probably talk about more baseball than we've talked about the oh my god almost in the last six months. It's funny, but again, just keep Brittany Griner in your thoughts and prayers, and make sure and, and in whatever in whatever light that yeah, just thoughts and prayers does it right. Whatever, in whatever light that that, in whatever positive entity and light that you utilize to go ahead and inspire hope. All right. So let's get into our, let's get into the topic of the day, right? Let, let, let's just get right into the meat and potatoes of it. That's the, that's the, worst thing, the Golden State Warriors or champions. The Golden State Warriors or champions again. The Golden State Warriors are champions again for the fourth time. The Golden State Warriors have once again won an NBA championship. And this makes number four for for Stephen Curry, which now officially, and I'm just going to, and I'm not going to, I'm not gonna hold it back. I'm not gonna bite on the words. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave you guys waiting. Which now officially puts him ahead of LeBron James. Clay Thompson got four championships. Draymond Green got four championships. Andrew Ingadala got four championships. We talking about a four for four over there, as well as. A bunch of individuals getting their first championship. We're talking about Poole with his first championship. Gary Payton with his first championship. Andrew Wiggins, the second best player in the, on this team through the whole playoffs. With his first championship. And who else do we want me to throw in there? Because there's, there's, there's so many, right? Kaminga. Right? First championship. Wiseman, first championship. I think Kaminga and is it Kaminga? Kaminga and somebody. I can't remember who the other one is. But they make up the pair for the youngest individual the youngest individuals to win an NBA championship. And just think of I was able to mention you four veterans that won a championship. Their fourth championship. And then I mentioned to you. How many championships has Looney won? Four young guys that have won their first championship. Well, maybe Andrew Wiggins is completely a young guy, right? He may he he's actually up there with the veterans, but they're still Looney. But they have, and they're still Lee and a bunch of other ones. Like this, this guys I could mention. <laughs> So you have all of these young guys that's, that won their first championship. And this is just the beginning for them. And now they know. We talked about this. What they did with Jordan Poole, not just through the season. We talked about it specifically in the first round of the playoffs. See, 
what what they did for him in the in the in the regular season that was cool that was cute it was nice doesn't mean you can do it in the playoffs and then Stephen Curry got injured Stephen Curry came off the bench and what they allowed Jordan Poole to do in that first round of the playoffs helped him weather the storm of having bad and mediocre games against Boston. But keeping up with it, that, you know what? I don't have to have 31. I just need to catch the right shot. I just need to keep making the right play. Just keep doing what I'm doing. And the fireworks will come. Every day is fireworks. All we see is fireworks. That's my Publix lemonade and vodka. Mm-hmm. For guys that, for people that have been here with me before. I'm a big fan of, I'm a big fan of lemonade and vodka, period. Like, I look like, I, that's just why I really hate the kind of lemonade that most bars sell because they don't have the right kind of lemonade to really make that shit pop. The ones I pour up at home. Oh boy. You know what I'm saying? Funky Cole Medina. This game started off so awkward. So weird. And yet it started it's pitched, and it, and yet in a way <laughs> see Pete this thing is Pete Alonzo, right? Get in some Sunflower seeds thrown in his face by a teammate as he enters the dugout after hitting a home run. It was celebratory is what I'm trying to tell you. Two for four and a grand slam today. 19 now home runs. Second grand slam this season. And if I'm not mistaken, both teams hit a grand slam today. Both Yankees and the Mets both hit a grand slam today. I want to know, what the fuck was Jalen Brown talking the other day suddenly? We're not scared of the Warriors. We're not afraid of them. Like, we put our like we put our shorts on one leg at a time, too. Golden State Warriors put theirs on both legs at a time. They're trying, they're trying to save time. Remember, it's, it's, it's about the analytics. You could get on more you could get on more shorts on per minute if you do two legs at a time. I'm sitting down. Mm. I want some popcorn now. This game was weird to be to start off with. And yet, in a weird way, it's kind of started off exactly how we how we thought it would, right? The Boston Celtics came out with a with a sense of urgency. For about the first, I'm just thinking with my dick. Five minutes. They actually started off the game with like a 14-2 run, and you start thinking like, well, one or two things. Because I'll be honest, one or two things popped up to my popped into my head. They either busting their nut too soon, which is actually what I thought. One or two things should pop in most people's head. 
either busting their nut too soon or this is how this game is going to look like because Boston is fueled by their home team and they know and they know the urgency that is necessary to be able to come away with a victory here and force a game seven. That's what it looked like. Like, what happened? That ain't what happened at all. You can see that is they busted their nut too soon. Like that really was what happened. And Golden State weathered the storm and they looked at them and said, you know what? If this is your best shot, I think we can handle this. And I don't think we have to wait to go ahead and start imposing our will. I think we can go ahead and do this now. But we did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. It's what we do. And then next thing you know, it turned into the Warriors Invitational. And they did what they do. Jaymont, again, what, what is it? But we did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. It's what we do. The Golden State Warriors went on a 21 to nothing run. Let me say this again for the people in the back. Let me slow it down for you. Boston, I just dissed you. The, <laughs> the Golden State Warriors went on a 21 to nothing run. When is the last time you have seen that in the NBA Finals? But this is what happens. I guess you little... Leprechaun wasn't so lucky there. But we did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. It's what we do. The Boston Celtics was over here. Yo, yo, I, I love Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy said it the best. He's like, they need to stop. They need to stop frailing because they... They can't stop a nosebleed. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. Basically, it was like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm hit? Shit. Okay, I think I can walk. Oh, no, wait a minute. I think this is... I think this is a... Oh, no. This is a this is a this is a vital organ. Like this this is a this is a lethal blow. Thank you, Jalen. You guys know where I'm going with this. Oh shit! These these are these, these are death blows. These, these are knockouts. Like 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 like, like I ain't how I'll hit a again buckshot buckshot buckshot. <laughs> like we ain't out here to pepper you. We ain't out here throwing jabs. Like no, nope, we're going into Mike Tyson. Mode in this prom. We're coming for the knockout. We're going for the kill. We're talking about second round knockout. That's what they did. They put it on them boys. Hey, yo. The Warriors is in the building. Warriors. Well, hold on one second. Let me not. Let me not. Let me not. Right? Because I got. You know what? I'm actually surprised. I'm actually a little bit surprised at myself that I didn't have this queued up because. I damn near queued up everything else that I could think was Warriors related because the Boston Celtics, right? They were in their hometown and they laid down, but they called them out though. They called out the Warriors. They were out here talking about, I forget his wife's name, but Aisha Curry, uh, well, Steph Curry's wife can't cook, Ayanna Curry, something like that, right? Ayanna Curry can't cook. Fuck Draymond. They tested it. They tested them out. Jalen Brown came out here and said, yo, we not scared of the Warriors. And to be honest with you, he's the only one that played like it. You know what the Warriors did? 
It should have been over in five. I'm telling you right now, they should have been over in five. The Warriors allowed one to get away from them. In every series, they allowed one game too many to get away from them. But they're a championship squad. They're a three-time championship squad. They have championship pedigree. There is, I keep hearing them say that this is the least talented squad that Stephen Curry has won a championship with. And I get it. None of these teams have have Kevin Durant doing it. But you tell me how much less talented this team is than their first squad. Andrew Lingadala, Sean Livingston. Can't remember if Andrew Bogut was on that first squad or not. But that's really the other two guys that we can say we truly remember. Harrison Barnes. So what, three, four guys that we can honestly say that we remember from that squad. Now, we know that the core four, right, the four for four, that they're all older now, right? Andre Godala isn't even playing. He, he plays the, he plays the, damn, what's his name? In Miami. Damn it, how am I for Udonis Haslam role. Where he basically, he gets up, he curses you out for not doing what the fuck you were supposed to be doing and then goes back and sits down. And then he gets to, and then he comes in for 45 seconds in the end of the game so he can get his round of applause and appreciation from the fans. Iguodala made the right move. Sorry, man. It was a dick move, but he made the right move. You can't tell me like I, I don't see I don't see so much of a difference in talent. The the core four is still the core four. Now for only three of them play. Now granted, they're not as athletic because they've had injuries. They don't are, are as young as they used to be, but they are a lifetime smarter and more experienced. Than the guys that made it there the first time. And that counts for something. I'm sorry. This ain't the worst team he's been there with. Stephen Curry is a better version of himself. I'm sorry, he is. Draymond Green is a much smarter version of himself. He's a better version of himself. He's a more athletic version of himself. He doesn't give it 110% all the time. He, he imposes his will when he needs to, and he and he utilizes his energy, and 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 he paces his energy. That's small. That's working smarter, not harder, and getting the same result. Clay Thompson is a smarter player than he used to be, and he's and he's and he's shortly removed off of two catastrophic leg injuries that we know is probably going to take him a whole another year for it to look like the old Clay. But he's still smarter than that than the first Clay. Understands angles better. Un un understand the effort that it takes. Understand the pressure that it takes. Understand how you un understand how, that you need to take care of the ball in this situation. That you can't turn over the ball twenty three times and allow the other team to score twenty points off of it. You understand this? I got it. Eman Doka. He had the right train of he had the right he had the right um train of thought at halftime. Like, yo, you know what? 
These guys have a have a loosey goosey style of play. So they'll turn it over and they'll allow you to get back in the game. And they did allow them to reduce the lead. They allowed them back in the game. And then the Golden State Warriors realized, hey, we need to stop playing with our food over it. Next thing you know, you're hearing probably the most deadliest sentence in sports and entertainment history. Johnson three-pointer. Hmm, 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 hmm. 21-0 run. They can't stop a nosebleed. And I know Ime Doka had the right train of thought when he was telling his team what he was about, you know what, they're going to get you back into this game. Gary Payton, four points, three steals. Everybody just playing their role. Sorry, I'm watching this. We're about two minutes left to go in the third quarter. But it wasn't just this game. There's a reason why Jalen Brown had to come out in the media and say what he said. He wasn't talking to the media. He wasn't talking to the fans. He was talking to his teammates. Because after game three, his team was looking starstruck. They looked like they suffered from... Emotional damage. And you know what happens anytime you hear that sound. Because you know when, what happens when they start to rain down threes and they and they start rolling. A 21-0 run means that everywhere they turned, they were just catching. And we did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. That's what we do. <laughs> That's what they do. You can't knock the hustle. You can't knock the rain. Again, the Warriors and the Warriors and because he look at it right here. Andre Godala. This is what I talked about. Andre Godala right here. The two forty-eight minute more cussing on Gary Payton in a second, getting upset. I didn't stare and I didn't come back and sit down like this motherfucker. <laughs> Not for nothing. If he if they would have lost, right? If they would have lost, he would have looked exactly how how Udonis Haslam looked walking back to the locker room after after um after the Miami Heat lost. Today's at the 24th, is it? Nope, nope, nope. That's in your house. Do I want to watch in your house again? Nah, I think I'm cool on in your house. Today's Friday, right? I'm not tripping. I'm missing something. I'm trying to figure out what I can put on. Like, whatever sport I can put on. I think the hockey game isn't on until tomorrow. <clears throat> you know I got this game on already. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. I need to hop on a podcast. I I need to hop on another people another people's podcast on next Tuesday. OPP, other people's podcast. I'm down with OPP. Mm. I love me. 
I need to make sure I put every single Floridian I know that comes onto the podcast onto this drink. It is magical. Oh my God, it tastes so good. And you can drink it so fast that, that you won't even realize that you're getting fucked up. Actually, you know, I'm all like, oh, the podcast. I'm so like this. You guys, what the fuck? I see. He's like, oh, I'm trying to Wow. Let me stop. Y'all know y'all over there like, what the hell just happened to the audio? Something just happened. Oh, shit. That's right. The PFL, the Pro Fighting League is starting. Woo. Top ranked boxing. Woo. Oh, okay. That's the ESPN2 trying to drop some bangers. You know what? Let's, let's put on a fight. Let's put on this PFL. <clears throat> Before we get back into talking about the Warriors and their championship performance, let me tell you, let me take this quick moment let me take this quick break to let you guys know how you can have a championship performance too. And you can you guys can have a championship performance as well with Blue Chew. What is Blue Chew? Blue Chew just happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back your throat. All you got to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do 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 do. do. This little blue pill has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity an opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss. She's going to love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And if you use this week's promo code, you can get your first order of blue chew for free. Yes, folks, for free. Uh, say it again for the Kanye fans in the back. Yes, folks, free 99. All you have to do is use the promo code L-U-N-J. Hurry up before time expires. That promo code isn't going to... The promo code isn't going to... A promo code isn't go. I remember the way you used to love me. You don't want her saying that, right? So listen, this promo code isn't going to last forever. Use the promo code L-U-N-J. And again, folks, you'll get your first order of Blue Chew for free. So if you're like, hey, I don't know, I'm not sure, uh, no, no, try it. Try it. If you like it. You got. You're gonna get. You're gonna have five more after that to try for free. Not not orders, but you know pills. Your first one gonna get them six. Your first order gonna have six in a pack for free. All you gotta do is pay for shipping and handling. That's for your postal workers. Rain, slow, heat, snail. You know, however it is. But blue chew. And I'll let you know in a little secret, right? I'm gonna let you know in a little secret, right? On how to maximize its usage, and I know you may be saying like, "I don't, I don't want to know if I need it. I don't want to, I don't want to feel like that." You know what? How about maybe one day you have, you, you drink a little too much, you have some whiskey dick. You think, you know what? I got some blue chew back there it's to cure the whiskey dick. You just meet it broad, and you've been texting a whole bunch of nasty stuff. All of a sudden, but like, y'all want to do all that shit? I was doing it in, in those text messages. Bam, blue chew. But I'll, I'll let you know on a, little, on a real secret on how to maximize its potency. First, you're going to chew it, and then you're going to do it. You can determine how you want to do it. If you want to take an LL Cool J style, doing it and doing it and doing it, wow. 
Or if you want to take it Lionel Richie style, all night long, all night, yeah. Either way, you, you chew it and you do it. Blue chew. The night is yours. And the night also belonged to the Golden State Warriors, folks. 21 to nothing run. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta get my paper a little bit closer. In the first half, Jason Tatum, three fouls. Marcus Smart, three fouls. Right? We're talking about, now, like I said, Jalen Brown's the only person that literally played like he, he wasn't scared. Stephen Curry, 21 points. Klay Thompson, 12 points. Andrew Wiggins, 12 points. Al Horford, 13 points. Jalen Brown, 23 points. This is going into the fourth. I got the Pro Football League going on right now. It's the regular season, or the 2022 season. It probably is, but I always feel like the PFL octagon looks a little small. Boston Celtics, they came up small. Like, cause ultimately, you know what the Boston Celtics did, right? Like, like we all know. I I know I know you guys are running like your team. Like, T, stop playing. Stop playing. Like, you know, you know you don't even like the Celtics like that. So stop playing. Go ahead and give them exactly what they need to be given. And you know what? Boston Celtics, I'm sorry, you can't escape it. You can't stop the rain. And you can't stop the rain from falling. You can't stop the rain because you are. But they are who we thought they were. Loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be because you are dirt. You make me sick, you big baby. Baby, want a bottle? A big dirt bottle? Damn this city! You're You could have just said he was nuts. You are and you know what's even crazier? I knew eventually Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown would get here. Go back and listen to the archives, right? Go back and listen to the lost tapes of the podcast. And in Jalen Brown and them's first and second year, I told you guys, I need... I only could like them for their first two years because pretty soon they're going to be good and they're going to make it to a chance and they're going to make it to an NBA Finals. And by that time it happens, I, won't, I can't like them anymore. But you can easily, quickly, you can quickly see in their first couple of years that, oh, no, these guys were the truth. They just weren't experienced. They're, they're, they're the equivalent to Milwaukee in a way. They just keep on banging their head through the process, right? First round, second round, uh, second round, second round. How many times it was? Second round, second round, first round, Eastern Conference champion. We all Eastern Conference championship, second round. Whatever it was in combination. And then finally they break through. They beat the Miami Heat, a team that just made it to a championship two years ago. They sweep the, the Brooklyn Nets, the team that was favorite to make it um, to make it to the NBA Finals. And the team that have kept, um, former champion Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on it. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks, a team that just won an NBA championship last year. And then they're going to go against the Golden State Warriors. This was set to be one of the most historic runs in Boston, on, on finals history. 
based off the individuals that the Boston Celtics would have went through to win a chip. We would have talked about this championship run forever. This right here would have catapulted Jason Tate. You see how they're talking about, 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 about Stephen Curry being in the top 10 of all time? One of the best in the league. You see how they're talking about him that now? If the Boston Celtics would have won a championship, they would have catapulted Jason Tatum into the top 10 talk. That's how that's how historic of a run the Boston Celtics were trying to make. Well, go on, Ron. Let me see you. Thank you for joining the podcast. I appreciate you for joining, liking, and sharing. <laughs> Oh, man. That's what they were trying to do. So, 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 so like, I, I do find it a little odd that it, it took Stephen Curry all of this, right? I, I, I will talk about his resume in a minute. But you guys have an idea what it is, right? It took him all of this for them to not want to consider him in the top 10. But if Jason, but if the Boston Celtics would have won a championship this year, they would have catapulted Jason Tatum not only into the superstar, elite star, megastar level, they would try to put him into that top 10 just based off of the people that he had to go through to get this championship. It would have been historic. It really would have been. And I'm telling you, I saw this coming. That's the reason why years ago I said, you know what? I only could like these guys for about a year or two. That's it. Because anything more than that, and I'll be rooting for the And they were the enemy. And I, and I can't even say like them, but start gaining the level of res, uh, a certain level of respect for their game. But this whole entire time, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for them to lose to the fucking Boston Celtics. Fuck that. I don't want to see these niggas win. Sorry. I wanted the Boston Celtics. And they're my team's rival and they're in my goddamn division. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. I wanted to see the Warriors win. And I'm glad that the Warriors held on to all of that pettiness. After they won their trip, they basically went to the whole entire world and they said, Kendrick Perkins, LeBron James, Jared Jackson Jr., Memphis Grizzlies. Warriors were ready. They held on to it. They listened to every piece of media, every news. And I, I don't mind. Like I, I ain't gonna lie. Remember when I said like I wanted Memphis to win, but we knew we knew that Golden State was gonna win this chip. I really kind of wanted Memphis, but we knew Golden State was gonna win this chip this year. There's a lot of talk that nobody kind of seen. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> nobody kind of seen this coming, but. The Golden State Warriors were one of the best teams in the league all year. They were holding on the number one spot in the West for a while until 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 Stephen Curry got hurt at the end of the season, and then they fell to three. Mm. I saw a little COVID in that call. I didn't really take any of my COVID medicine today. But the Boston Celtics 
they lay down. Like, let's not get this twisted. Boston Celtics, very much fully, without, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, you didn't just lose. And I'm not just playing this because, hey, I have it as a nice drop. But, no, seriously. You have failed this city. Because you laid down. Right around, like, game three, you shouldn't have probably won any more games after that. Like, that, to be honest with you. But you saw that you didn't have enough fight. You didn't have enough focus. Again, it made this be a learning process. You didn't know, you didn't understand what it takes to, to win at this level. The Golden State Warriors, they took your heart out. You failed your city. And it isn't, and, and granted, right, I heard a couple of things that, that we ultimately saw, right? We, we saw it play out on the court. This has, this has probably been one of the easier championships for the Golden State Warriors to win. And we understand how the ones with Kevin Durant may have looked, right? But I'm going to tell you that this was easier because they didn't have to worry about a guy like LeBron James. They didn't have to worry about a guy with the will of gods. He does have that. That guy does not want to quit for shit. He may not make the right play sometimes at the end. But you heard Draymond Green say he's one of the smartest players that ever stepped foot on a basketball court. It isn't just his basketball play, but it's also his basketball smarts that you have to worry about. He studies like none other. Or he studies with the best of them. And he has a memory and a formula that he believes that he knows how to beat Stephen Curry and these Golden State Warriors. This is a whole lot easier than him playing a LeBron James team. And it's ironic because the Boston, this Boston Celtics team, one of the top three defensive teams in the league. Marcus Smart at Stephen Curry's position, defensive player of the year. Stephen Curry still averaged 30 on him. As a team with that's supposed to be better defensively, one of the better team defenses, Marcus Smart left left out off and out to dry. He put him on an island. Yo, he sold him out. He snitched on him, basically. Or he ran it on or he ran on him. When the shot started firing, Marcus Smart ran the other way. Because Marcus Smart should have been. Should have been trying harder to fight over those fight over those screens so he could be on he could be on Stephen Curry. He should have been trying his darndest that I don't care if they're trying to switch and get you out of him. I'm going to come over this or we're going to or we're going to work the, the, the long closeout. And I'd rather you try to run out to a, to a Draymond Green that's shooting that ball. Then now Stephen Curry can now sit back and have his way with you. Simma Sorte. Chef Soup of the Day. Clam Chowder. Choke Chowder. Just saying. It could have been better. But I'm glad that it was over in six. I wanted it to be over in five. The Golden State Warriors are the ultimate gentlemen. They should have it should have been over in five. They let it go to six. They should have won this in five on, on their on their home court. 
That's what, that's what should have happened. I'm going to tell you this. I was, I started tweeting already in the first half. This was over. This is a wrap. I give him the kiss of death. And I was wondering if, and I was wondering if it was going to be the kiss of death or not. Because I was really, I was really happy how deliciously quiet the Boston Celtics fans were in that building. They were really quiet. Quiet like a fucking mouse. The loudest they got in that first half, I remember, was when I started hearing them booing their own team. Granted, I know this will happen if you were if you're a New Yorker too. So, hey, still, Golden State Warriors at the end of the first half was beating the Boston Celtics. Were were embarrassing the Boston Celtics to a point where their own fan base started to turn on them already. Can I tell you something that I saw at half? I don't know if this commercial had been shown before. But I really enjoyed watching Target's BBW commercial. I ain't gonna lie. I was watching that shit and I was like, oh shit. Look at those folds when she when she bends this way. <laughs> I was like, yo, real women cars. Oh, look at all those caps I wanna bite. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I had to go look up a particular category that night to go to sleep. Speaking of, I got to hit up somebody one last time. I'm about to be like, yo, this Friday, name the time and place. Let's catch me up. Let's make things work. Most I gotta cuss you out first. All right, let's get back into the sports. PFL ain't nothing really going on there. I ain't gonna lie. And maybe because like I don't, maybe I don't know any, any of the players go. Actually, no, there's not really a lot of action, even as I'm watching. And if you know the PFL is, is basically a tournament style, um, um, MMA. It's an MMA tournament, the pro um, the pro fighting league, right? Or uh, professional fighting league. I can't remember what the P stands for. Right, but um. It is basically like a, it's basically they have a regular season um, worth of fighters. They all fight until you know you get two that goes to the championship, and the champion wins a million dollars. Real that simple. Fight your way to the top. I don't even know how the scores. Okay, so and their scorecards look like they're funky too. I don't know how their official scorecards are, are kept because I don't know any fighters. I don't know any of the damn individuals. So unless I see something that just made me like, oh shit, this motherfucker just spin house left kick him with a pinky toe hangnail, then you get a lot out of me for that one. Sorry, I'm still watching this Boston and Golden State game, right? Stephen Curry averaged thirty one points per game in this game, and not only that, right? He also he also averaged I think five assists in this game as well, and I wanted to point out his assists because I always when people talk about Stephen Curry, I always feel like they don't give enough credit to his passing. They 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 act like if he had to, 
or if he had the players or if the teams played him in a way that dictated it, that he couldn't drop 15 dimes on you easily, that he couldn't drop 10 dimes on you in a game easily if he had the players for it. Like, I think that people forget that, that, that Stephen Curry is still responsible for some of the cleanest cross-court passes. That when he when that even when he does make passes, right? Especially even in the, be- in the beginning, that he was slinging that he was slinging that ball. Across, he was he was on one side half of the court, slinging it across his body to the other half of the court, making pinpoint passes, catching it to Clay Thompson while Clay Thompson was hitting threes. This is before this is before teams realized how to play them. This is when he actually had an open shooter. You tell me how often these days, Clay um, Stephen Curry has an open shooter. It's normally an open Draymond, and Draymond doesn't shoot that ball anymore unless it's a game six. Because Draymond was shooting this motherfucker this time. After one pre, after one three-point shot, Draymond Green told me, I'm feeling it. And, you know, and it was funny because, like, Jeff Van, uh, Van, Gun- yeah, Jeff Van Gundy and them was making fun of him. Like, yo, you can't be talking about I'm feeling it after one shot. But for, but for a team that is, that, that is out here just applying the pressure on you, consistently, they know the kind of group that they're really in. And for Draymond, a guy that really hasn't been hitting his shots, one shot was, you know, one time, what did Drake say? One time is fine with me. Speaking of Drake, didn't Drake just drop a whole TikTok album? That already J. Cole is already talking about a certified? I'm going to have to go listen to that in a minute. A little bit later. Maybe I'll do that shit tomorrow while I'm delivering. Oh yeah, delivering smiles. I'm back in the back in the game, bitches. Get to make my fast money moving these packages across, you know what I mean, across the city and shit. Runner. Like, so yeah, I, I get upset when I hear people talk, when I hear people don't give Stephen Curry. I've been getting upset, I should say, recently when I hear people not giving Stephen Curry his 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 passing. Like his passing roses, as if all he does is shoot threes, and that's the crazy thing. Clay Thompson, for the most part, right? Majority of oh, this is a majority. Good portion of his shots came from him driving to his left, taking a shot, moving while fading to the side, or driving to his right, taking a shot, taking a shot at the free throw line while fading to the side. How often does Stephen Curry break? Every time we talked about we talked about we talked about Marcus Smart leaving Al Horford out left off the drive because he didn't fight more to go ahead and, and guard Stephen Curry so that he could make it harder on him to score. No, he left Al Horford off the drive when he had Al Horford guarding him. He wasn't shooting threes. No, he kept on taking him off the dribble. They don't give Stephen Curry enough credit for his for his dribbling, for his dribble skills. Sometimes his finish, his ability to finish at the rim, his drive skills, his his passing skills, like they they act like. All Stephen Curry does is because if that's the case, like Clay Thompson said, all they do is shoot threes and win championships. But it's more than that. He's been putting this out for years during the Golden State Championships run. When they are winning, they are one of the best mid-range shooting teams in the league. 
and they are the not not, not only one of the best. They take the most and they're the most efficient um, um, two-point shooting league in the team. It's just that we get razzle-dazzled by the three because as we saw Steph, we saw Steph do, that three-pointer can come from everywhere and anywhere, and that shit is certifiable, and everybody can catch that shit, niggas and bitches. And it don't and it don't matter if you're a point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, or center, a tweener, like if, if you're a coach, a referee, a player, a dad, anybody can catch one to the eye. We're talking about burning bangs all over the place. Pearl necklace until you think you need to go to the jeweler. Because he's cashing them in. For a dub. Second half wasn't even close. Like I said, first half first half started awkward. Like I said, you had the fourteen to two lead, uh, fourteen to two run by Boston, followed by the twenty one zero run by Golden State. Then, like I said, by the time the first half is over, we're talking about a ten point game, right? Fifteen point game, fourteen point game. Third quarter starts is pushed off the twenty point lead. By the time the third quarter is over, it's, it, um, the, the, the lead is reduced down to back about about 11 points. Right? I think maybe even nine. Boston started making a mini surge. You saw a couple of um, defensive high, um, highlight defensive plays by Al Horford. Williams is out here chasing everything the fuck down. But again, they kept on allowing Williams and Al Horford to continuously be isoed on Stephen Curry. And every single time he did that, it was stone soup. I'm just going to add more vegetables to the pot until we're cooking up a fucking stew. Top 10, dead or alive. And if, and, and if you can't deal, and, and, and if you can't at least deal with that one, then he's at least better than LeBron James. I'm sorry. He's a game changer. He is the game changer. The style of basketball that you in, if you enjoy enjoy this style of basketball that they play right now, it is because of Stephen Curry. The only other guy responsible for this is it's is is is, is Coach D'Antoni. The only other. But if you're enjoying the style of basketball that we currently watch right now, you like it because of Stephen Curry. And I'm gonna let you know, if you don't like this style of play basketball that they have right now. You don't like it because of Stephen Curry. All these three-pointers that they take is because, again, Stephen Curry and Dan Tony. Because everybody's still thinking, like, you know what? We can do what the Golden State Warriors do because they're also playing a part of the analytics. But it's more than the analytics. They have two of the best shooters in the game. They have the best shooter in the game ever. And Klay Thompson. Who you'll put beside Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Mark Price. Steve Kerr, any day. Yeah, let's not forget Steve Kerr was a deadly shooter too. You'll put him up against any of those guys. <laughs> Draymond Green. Draymond motherfucking Green. Tell him again, B. We did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. It's what we do. And he did what he did. He was asked for the first three games of this series. Um, Steve Kerr sat him down. Ever since then, we've had a more focused Draymond Green, even though he still managed to foul out a game. Draymond Green, one more foul out was about to break the record of falling out, uh, of falling out for the most NBA Finals games. 
but he tied the record. He didn't break the record. His mother tweeted out, yo, yo, somebody let me know when my son is playing because I don't recognize this little motherfucker that's playing basketball right now. That was his mother. And like I said, Draymond Green may not be as athletic as he was the first time he won a championship, but he definitely understands how to use his energy. And Draymond Green came out and played like the guy that used to put up this performance every game in his first run. Now he realizes, I don't need to put this up every game, I need to, but I definitely need to put it, up, put it up in the games that I know where we want to win and in close out games. I know the level of pressure that I need to apply that they can't prepare for. They weren't ready for this, Boston. They 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 did not they did not understand the assignment at all. And they took their shots at the at, at, at the Warriors. Fuck Draymond. Ayana Curry can't cook. But now they're champions, so. He's the greatest shooter that we've ever seen. One of the greatest players we've ever seen. He is he is he is he is single-handedly responsible for changing the current era of basketball. For the guy that you for the guy that they like to that they, they like to call King James and they like to put as the face. You couldn't hear me on Instagram. Eh, even better. You belong here. Oh, they definitely ran out of gas quick. Yeah, it's one of the, yeah, definitely, definitely ran out of gas quick. It's one of the things we mentioned here. They they started off they they, they started off hot, then and basically Golden State rope doped them. Fourteen to two run, followed by twenty one to zero run by Golden State, and and that's the biggest run we've ever seen in finals history. Tatum had no, he had two points in the second half. Tatum had two points in the second half. They didn't score in the third. Two points in the second half. So basically that's two points in the fourth quarter, no points in the third. Whole second half, two points. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I forget her name, but I see the former WWE announcer. At the um, doing the announcing for the PFL tournament, I forget her name. She used to have that thing on her face that somebody ate, that that one guy ate. That they used to come up with the worms. I forget her name, but I see her. Yeah, they didn't. Marcus Smart was disappointed. So that's also like like this is a good this this is a good run. I don't know. I don't quite agree that this team is less talented than the first team that they had that they won a championship with. I don't agree with the philosophy that this is the least talented team that he's won a championship with. Let's just put it out there. Like I said, their core four may be a less athletic version of themselves, but they're a smarter version of themselves, and they understand the game of basketball better at this point. They understand spacing better. They understand they understand how to utilize their energy better. They understand how to disrupt the other team better. They just understand the overall game of basketball and what it takes to win on this particular stage more. So they may have lost a step here and there, but I don't think that they're 
I don't think that this is the worst team that they had because you can't tell me that Andrew Wiggins isn't as good as what Andrew Ingandala was back then. Andrew Wiggins' actual defensive rating is 10 points higher than Andrew than, than Andrew Ingandala was when he won MVP that year. You can't tell me Jordan Poole is not along the same lines as, as Sean Livingston. And I want you to find me another athletic freak and defensive player like Gary Payton on that first squad. I understand Wiseman hasn't played, but there's still Wiseman sitting there on, on, on in fucking street clothes collecting chips and rings and checks. Checks and rings. La Playas and Putas. The narrative that this is the least talented team that he has won a championship with is because all we can think about is Kevin Durant. Is when they won with Kevin Durant. And then automatically think, well, they were younger and more athletic when they won their first one. Yeah. But they're better versions of themselves now. Stephen Curry dropped average 30. You understand the only one, the only game, only one game he dropped less than 30 in. Where's where's these numbers at? Hold on. Let me let me let me let me pull these numbers up for you guys. So that you guys can see this shit. Because I don't think you understand. Stephen Curry averaged 30 points per game in these finals. And all of that fuck Draymond talk, right? At the Boston Celtics. And, and listen, I'm not gonna knock the Boston Celtics crowd for yelling out fuck Draymond. Because if it was my Knicks, you will be I'll be encouraging them to do the same exact thing. I'm sorry. But if you guys look at the screen. Curry, 34 points in the first game, 29 points in the second game, 31 in the in in the in the in the, in the third game. That's averaging 30 points right there. 43 in his fourth game, still averaging over 30. And then drops another 16 and then drops 16 in the fifth game at another 34. 30 points per game he averaged. While grabbing um basically five boards a game or six boards a six boards a game and dishing out five assists. And shooting a, like around like over forty five percent shooting. Exactly, like I was saying in the comments, Clay is still rounded into shape. Clay may be a less athletic version of himself, but he is a smarter version of himself, and he hasn't even gotten back all of his athleticism back. And we said he's not going to get all of it back, but he hasn't gotten back all of what he's going to get back yet. He still has like another 30% to get back. And yet he was still a guy that can average 17 points a game. Andrew Wiggins averaging 17 points a game. Leading this team in rebounds. Made it to an all got member of and everybody was like, damn, I don't know if Andrew Wiggins should be an all-star starter this year. I don't know. You know what I mean? I think they were over a guy that was more deserving. Now look at it. They were talking about if Andrew. They were talking about Andrew Wiggins and and trying to figure out if he should be a finals, if he should win finals MVP. That's how consistent he was on offense. That's how dominant he was on defense. That's how that that's how commanding he was on the boards. That's how much of a presence Andrew Wiggins was. 
that they turned from should he be an should he be an all-star starter to should he be the of the, the finals MVP. This is why I love sports, B. This is this has been this has been phenomenal. Loved every minute of it. What are you gonna say now? I, I I personally couldn't wait for 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 Stephen Curry to go ahead and get this fourth ring, so that I so that I could officially put him above LeBron James on my list. Remember, we used to have this talk. I I have LeBron James like twelfth of all time, maybe. Well, I have Stephen Curry officially ahead of him now. Stephen Curry, I don't know. I don't. I have to read. I have to really evaluate if Stephen Curry's butt is in my top ten. But Stephen Curry is is, is damn near up there because. Whether he's in my top 10 or not, he is a game changer. He is 100% a game changer. And that you can't deny. They went after everybody. When after they won, they took a shot at Kendrick Perkins and them for saying how many championship rings will the Golden State Warriors win? Zero. Which I always thought was a bad take to begin with because we've sat right here on, the, on this podcast and we've said that you know what, they have restocked and refueled their young talent. They they did what basically the Miami Heat did a couple um, um back in their day where they just had one bad year and that one bad year they they they, they, they got themselves a top three pick, and we've barely seen that guy. They they they, they took shots. As you seen Clay Thompson? Yeah, Ronnie, you seen Clay Thompson yelling at Jaron Jackson Jr. for for mocking them about oh you know mocking them with their slogan strength in numbers. You saw Stephen Curry um, wear a shirt after a post game in, uh, uh, in the post game and said that his wife can cook. What are you gonna say now? You understand that Stephen Curry, as much as you like, like let's let's just think about this for a second, right? Because I know most I know most people have LeBron James ahead of Stephen Curry even before this. Right, and I didn't really have I didn't really have LeBron James ahead of Stephen Curry before this, because just think whatever you think about LeBron James, every single ring up until this one that Stephen Curry has has gotten, he beat LeBron James for. So whatever you think about LeBron James in this era, not only does Stephen Curry change how the game is played in this era, but also under LeBron James's watch. Stephen Curry went through LeBron James to win his three rings. And the one year he didn't go through LeBron James because LeBron James could even make it to an NBA playoffs, could even make it to, even after they extended it, could even make it to a play-in, he beat the best defensive team in the league while being guarded by the defensive player of the year. A guy that hasn't won that, Hasn't won that honor since I forget who um who was the last person that won it, but but still in my mind it should be Tony Allen. <laughs> Sorry, in my head when I hear the trivia question, who's the last guy to win, um um to win Defensive Player of the Year that that, that wasn't a a big man before Marcus Smart? My mind goes to Tony Allen. I can't remember who it is, but I I keep thinking Tony Allen. And in every single round, you saw Stephen Curry hitting them with the, 
I'm hitting them with the CM Punk. Basically the GTS. Basically the go to sleep. Every single time. Actually, you know what? I think I got that one too. I'm still over here talking. I, I... <laughs> Stephen Curry hitting him with the go to sleep. The chef himself. Like the honestly, Mark Jackson made this phrase popular, but he while it was a hot line, when it came to Stephen Curry it was a hot song. Mama, there goes that man. The whole team ball. Like big up to all of that. Like and, and they all gave us what we wanted, right? Draymond Green reminding us. We what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. It's what we do. Clay Thompson telling us. <laughs> Stephen Curry reminding us. Everybody having their signature moment. Jason Tatum. Emotional damage. Mark is smart. It can't stop a nosebleed. Whole entire Boston squad from the Golden State Warriors again. Kid has anger issues. Like somebody go, somebody, somebody get little man. How much time we got here? Oh no, that's not what I wanted to do. That's not what I wanted to do. You guys got, you guys started seeing the intro that I was working on. No, no, no. I want to thank Fluffy for that, but we got to work on something there. That was that was the NBA Finals, folks. We got about half an hour left in the pocket. That's actually perfect. That's actually perfect. Already, they're, they're talking about the odd makers for next year. You see LeBron James trying to steal headlines, posting pictures of, of him and Anthony Davis. So my like, hey, you know what I mean? Clay Thompson ain't the only person that could come back from injuries and, and, and help his team win a championship. Only thing about it, Anthony Davis is always injury prone. Like, this ain't just like a one-off thing. Anthony Davis even ain't even known for being an Iron Man. Remember before Clay Thompson actually went down injured? I think in the year the year before that he um he had like he had a he had a bad scare, sat down for a few minutes, came back like nothing had happened. He's been an Iron Man. But remember, he was taking pride on how many consecutive games he had played. And then suddenly, two years gone. Also, big up to Andrew Wiggins. Like again, seventeen points per game as well for him. Forty-six percent shooting from from the field, thirty-nine percent shooting from the three. Completely understood understood their role. And then again, I have to remind you guys: when it came to the Golden State Warriors, after they won their first championship and then they lost their second time going to the finals, 
to, to the to the to the to the Cleveland to the Cleveland Cavs and LeBron James. Remember, I came here and I told you guys there was two things that they really needed, and that's the reason why they replaced Harrison Barnes. And you've seen them trying to find that missing piece, or those missing pieces throughout the years. They needed another ball handler that can score with the ball, and they needed somebody else to score with the ball in their hand. Clay Thompson was nice with the role that he did, but they figured out a formula how to guard that team and, and, and isolate him a little. Or neutralize him, I should say. While also neutralizing neutralizing Steph as well. Because he was the only ball handler. He was the only one that could get his shot off the dribble. So when they went to replace Harrison Barnes, they were just looking for better than Harrison Barnes. Who knew that when they shot for the moon, they were going to fall amongst the scars and they were going to get the best person in that position. Because Kevin Durant liked what they did there. And then they were unstoppable because you saw that all they needed was better than Harrison Barnes and they got the best that you can get. They got Gillette in this motherfucker. They're the best around. Right? But then after losing, losing, after losing Kevin Durant, you saw them keep on trying just to get better than Harrison Barnes. Bringing in Kelly Oubre. Trying to find another individual that can score off the ball in their hands. Bringing in D'Angelo Russell. But ultimately settle, settling on, 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 I just forgot his name. Settling on Andrew Wiggins to play that role that Harrison Barnes did. To play that role that Andre Godala used to play. Bringing Otis Porter to play that role that Andre Godala used to play, actually. The guy off the bench that kind of gives you a little bit extra minutes. But also still realize, you know, I'm going to get rid of D'Angelo Russell. But still realize that we need another guy that can still score the ball in their hand. Developing Jordan Poole. Bringing him up all year. Instilling that confidence in him in the first, in the, in, in the first round. While Stephen Curry was coming off the bench. That was for the finals. Andrew Wiggins re regurgitated it. What you learned in Golden State that what you do in October matters for uh, matters in June. Everything matters. Everything is a smaller piece of the puzzle. And, and, and in this case, you're building a pie backwards. Like instead of eating that motherfucker, you're still filling that shit up and you're baking that bitch. And that motherfucker comes fresh out the oven right now, ready to serve, hot in your face. So again, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Right now, I think, did they, is this? See, I'm trying to remember how many championships the Golden State Warriors have before this. So I'm trying to remember if they are now officially ahead of the Bulls when it comes to total championships. I think they I think this may have put them at seven in their history. But even more so, right? The Golden State Warriors as a franchise or as an organization will probably last longer. After their stores are gone, then the Chicago Bulls there. Because see, there's a better formula there. There's a there's a there's a better, there's a higher degree of sacrifice going on in Golden State. And maybe even say and and honestly, I honestly 
you have one of the better leadership groups as well that very easily adapts to the times and takes advantages of it takes advantage of every modern technology that they have right now. So yeah, thank you, Ronnie. So yeah, so yeah, the Golden State Warriors have officially passed the the the, the, the Chicago Bulls, which means that the only franchises to have more rings in them are the Boston Celtics and the and the on the LA Lakers. Just to let you know. That's how I was trying to figure out if they passed the Bulls or not. Because that would put them third on the list of most championships for a franchise. And like LeBron James, like Shaq, like like Jordan, like Kobe, like a lot of, of superstars, they have more rings individually than the majority of NBA franchises in the league. In history. You understand? Right now, Stephen Curry may not, may, um, um, has the, the only franchises he doesn't have more rings than. Maybe Detroit. But, but, but it's San Antonio. We just, but he got more than Chicago now. Wait. He has more than San Antonio. I'm tripping. No, sorry. No, no, no. I mean, we're just talking about Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry has more. The only franchise that that he doesn't have more championships as a just as an individual, or or the Chicago Bulls, I think Detroit, I think I think Detroit. He may have more than Detroit, but San Antonio, the Lakers, and Boston. That's it. Those are the only franchises that Stephen Curry himself doesn't have more rings than. But then, as we as we know. Like I said, he's not the only one like that in that category. Just as many that he has more than, so does LeBron. Kobe has a little bit more than because he has the five. He um, There's a lot less franchises because Jordan has six. And, you know, he's more than everybody that isn't. Basically, Golden State right now, Lakers. I mean, Golden State, Lakers, and Boston. I, I fully enjoy it. And I know some people like to see close games. I just like basketball, period. And sometimes you just sometimes I like seeing just what that team does do what they do best. And right now what we saw, what we what they say that offense wins games and defense wins championships. Well, in this particular finals, you needed your offense and your defense. Because both teams kind of had defense, but Golden State had their better offense, and their and Boston's defense couldn't keep up. And again, like like Marcus Smart's gonna Marcus Smart gonna have to look himself in the mirror after this one. Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, both of those guys are gonna have to look themselves in the mirror after these finals and wonder where the fuck were you when your team needed you. Jalen Brown came out of the media and said that we aren't scared. And he was the only one that proved it. Marcus Smart looked dumb. Jason Tatum played like a light skin. <laughs> Let's move on. We got about 20 minutes left in the podcast, and I want to keep potting. So, so let's move over to the let's move over to um to our sister counterparts real quick. Candace Parker, she is officially out. She's gonna be out with a knee injury. So I want to give you a quick update on that. 
WWE's Vince McMahon. Let's talk about that because we've been seeing him come across our wire. Vince McMahon and Laurinaitis. You guys, if, if you guys are wrestling fans, you, you may, you may, you, everybody knows who Vince McMahon is. If you're not a wrestling fan, you may not know who Laurinaitis. If you are a wrestling fan, you know who Laurinaitis is. But Laurinaitis recently, they both kind of stepped down in their position. Laurinaitis, before he stepped down in his position, he sold off a million dollars worth of stocks first, and then tried to leave the company. That's what that's what actually started. That's what got WWE hemmed up to begin with, because they thought they like they they looked into that and thought something looked odd, and they wanted to get him on insider trading. When that started happening, then they end up realizing, wait a minute, Vince McMahon been out here acting like Deshaun Watson, or Deshaun Watson acting like is acting like Vince McMahon, like a creepy old man. Like, like either one, either way, they found some MBAs. There was a three million dollar payment recently to um to uh to 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 who ah crap I forget who they said it was. But there was a three million dollar payment uh, um to a female employee of of the of the company. Investigations have gone on, and it looks like this may not be the first time that Vince McMahon may have had to pay off. A female employee to keep her mouth shut after he probably asked her to open her mouth. That's the best way I could put this. Are any of us surprised that Vince McMahon may have abused some of his power to try to solicit sexual acts? Based off the era that he grew up in, not surprised. Not quite sure if that's going to be the only allegations right now. From what I've seen, the most most common thing mentioned right now is a lot of insider tr- is, is one is, is is one misconduct. So that's going to be the sexual misconduct, right? But also insider trading as well. So as it currently stands right now, Vince McMahon has currently stepped down as CEO and chairman of WWE. His daughter Stephanie McMahon is currently taking over the role of CEO and chairwoman. I'm going to have to wait till tomorrow to watch SmackDown tonight, well, the SmackDown episode that happened tonight, and we'll talk about this more on Monday because Vince McMahon was actually opened up the show to address the audience. So so we'll see what happens. Now, the crazy thing about this, stuff like this only gives WWE more, more attention and more media. Like, honestly... Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if their viewership spikes right now because of the news that we just heard. And I also hope he takes down James Dolan with him. Whatever he has, I just hope he takes down James Dolan with him so that he's forced to, so that James Dolan is forced to sell the team. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. But ultimately, Vince McMahon is 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 probably going to be found guilty of. Of being a big ass creeper like Deshaun Watson, and not just insider trading, but also, uh, but also most likely soliciting women or with um, sexual acts that that he even worked for. And as we know, we see how quick, how often WWE is firing people. So right now, as quickly as he fires people, right now Vince McMahon is making sure he takes the steps, and he is also personally saying to himself.
I know I'm personally going to be interested in what's going to happen with WWE for the next couple of months while 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 Vince McMahon is going to be under proceedings. Because it's, it's interesting now because you have to figure that if Stephanie McMahon is in her role, that means maybe a few more individuals that called up from from her husband's brand in NXT maybe they may start lasting a little bit more when they get called up oh Vince is in trouble yeah people that people but for the people for everybody that's asking the comments Vince McMahon is in trouble he he is he's officially stepped down as CEO and chairman of WWE due to due to allegations of misconduct and allegations of misconduct is, is a nice way of them saying sexual allegations where they are currently finding out where it's coming out, where it is slowly coming out. And we're going to see how many come out that there are MDAs and payments going to women that he had to pay to shut up or to keep silent. So who knows how far this goes, right? Remember, this is a publicly traded company. So this is also something that has to, that may have to happen, like for shareholders and stuff like that while, while, while he's, while he's, while this is being conducted. It can it can be no more fervent than him just being a big ass creeper like like Deshaun Watson and asking for happy endings all the goddamn time. Or he could be dropping his pants down and be like, "Let me see what that mouth do, girl. That's some pretty lipstick you got on you. Let's see how far we can get that ring on the shaft." <laughs> Yeah, so very recently, very recently, they, they found evidence of some hush money, and now they are chasing it back a little bit further, and there's a little investigation now going on into Vince McMahon. So he's going to be stepping down until then. It's crazy time. And like I said, so, like, so like I said, I'm going to be watching tomorrow to find out exactly how what he's going to say and how he's addressing the media. And we'll come back and we'll talk about this a little bit more on Monday. We'll tell you what he said. We'll go over it. We'll see if any new news comes out. But like I said, I'm pretty sure right now that this is going to be a big opportunity for not only for Steph, but also for for Triple H. So that Triple H can possibly, hopefully, maybe he can start putting some of his flavor on SmackDown and on Raw. Because... What he does for NXT is great, so has been great so far. It just sucks that when at any time that the talent is called up from NXT up into the main rosters of Raw and SmackDown, that they go, that they go so far from what made sometimes from what made them um, a fan favorite that they no longer have a that they they end up not finding a proper use for these individuals, or they call them up and don't have a use for them. Period. I understand why 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 when you get called why you would go up because it's a, it's, a, it's a definite pay raise, but it's not a notoriety raise sometimes. And some individuals they they, they constantly going to give you the chance to keep trying to break through. The Rhea Ripley's um like she gets unlimited chances because you know she's the, she's the type that she's the, she's that body type that Vincent McMahon and them like not just Rhea Ripley um um. um um, um, what, whatever her name is, Leah, Leah Evans or whatever, the Air Force chick or whatever she is, the Navy chick. 
Like they've been like her. They uh, they keep giving her all kinds of all, all kinds of pushes. So like, but so WWE does play favorites, and there is favoritism in WWE. Like there will be favoritism in the NFL or like in the NBA, where you catch higher draft picks getting getting multiple getting more chances than other individuals will. Well, kind of the same thing happens in WWE, but it also but that but it doesn't really matter about your draft status or things like that or pay status. It's kind of it, it's it's more about hey, I kind of like what this person has. It kind of I kind of like what the potential they have with their character or their look or their physique or something or, or, or whatever about what of idiosyncrasy that they have that kind of that make, makes W say, you know what, I'm gonna keep giving you chance after chance after chance. I'll, guys like Elias, Randy Orton, things like that. Like we've seen them over and over again get chance. At one point in time, Jeff Hardy, as Jeff Hardy recently just got himself in trouble again. But Jeff Hardy eventually he got he was getting in so much trouble, WWE had to let him go. One of the very recently he didn't want to he didn't want to take some time off so that he can go ahead and get his mental stability um his 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 health and mental stability back in order. That's part of the reason why he left WWE recently and went over to AEW. Didn't take the necessary time off. Went back down his dark his his dark road of of, of painkillers, opioids, and alcohol. And next, you know, he's being caught up on another DUI. This is real people's lives we're talking about here. I don't care what you think about wrestling. Mm. Yes, hold on on this drink. This drink may be a little too strong. Maybe too strong for me to wake up at three o'clock in the morning like I need to. Yeah, I gotta wake up at three o'clock in the morning for work. Gotta get this paper man money, get that money, say now. Gotta get that money, man money, get that money, say now. The Dallas Cowboys were recently punished for breaking their practice rules again. And also, probably the last thing we're probably going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about it again on Monday because I don't feel like I'm going to do it in proper respect today. And I'm realizing I'm not. My apologies. But Sue Bird is officially retiring from the WNBA this is officially her last season. If I'm not mistaken, this is like her 21st season in the WNBA. She's played all 21 years with one team, the Seattle Storm. The reason why Seattle has been successful, the reason why they are a dynasty, the reason why they're a, they're a destination to go to, the reason why they have been anything over the last two decades is because of Sue Bird, and she is officially retiring from the game. And... The greatest or the reddest of roses should be thrown her way with the least amount with the least amount of thorns as possible. No thorns actually as possible. You understand? Because she has not only been one of the faces of the game for the generation of players that have and fans that have been coming up for the last twenty years, right? We're talking about for, for the individuals 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. When they have tuned into the WNBA, she has been that model of excellence. You understand? Like, like, like there's so many different levels of fans, male and females, that she has inspired, that she has touched, that she that you understand that 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 she has that she has influenced. Through her tenure is immeasurable. Sue Bird, one of the goats 
greatest of all time to play the game of basketball. And this will be her last season. And again, don't forget, folks, you can get the whole entire WNBA season for one small payment of $24.99. Yes, folks, for $24.99, you can get access to every single WNBA game that is played. We're talking about the games that are aired, the games that are not aired. We're talking about replays, behind-the-scene access, everything. On your smartphone, on your tablet, on your laptop, on your computer, and now on your Android smart, uh, now on your on, on your smart TV devices. These the Android ones and the Apple one as well. Twenty four ninety nine. You can see these. You can see these lovely. You can see these lovely ladies in action. You can catch Sue Bird's last, every game of Sue Bird's last season of her historic career, of her first ballot Hall of Fame career. Uh, listen, I haven't done it yet. I, I'm not going to lie. All right. But I am getting, I because the season is officially over. So next Friday. I will be getting my season. I, I will be buying my season pass. You guys make sure you get your season pass too. Folks, I think that's the, that's about it for the Mighty Sports Podcast. We got, I think we got everybody out the way. Thank God it's Friday. Actually, Friday just officially, just officially ended. We're officially on Saturday now. Yep, it's officially noon. So I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I do appreciate it wherever, in whichever formula that you decided to listen to the podcast on, whether that's on Facebook, that's on Twitter, whether you're watching on Twitter or you're listening on Twitter spaces. We, if you're watching on the, on the behind the scenes camera on Instagram, from what Ronnie told me, we may have had some issues on there. But listen, that's the reason why it's a behind the scenes camera. It's not for regular consumption. But that's what YouTube is for. That's what Facebook is for. That's what Twitter is for. If you just want to listen. Listen, that's what that's what Podbean is for and everything else. But also Podbean, you can call into the Mighty Sports Podcast. Don't forget, that's how you join us. That's how you call in live. And the phone lines are always open. So if you was listening to Podbean today, my apologies if I, if I didn't tell you that the phone lines are open. But come back on Monday at the same time, 8.07 p.m. to about 11.07 p.m.-ish. Tonight was a very special night. We started later and we ended later. But these phone lines are always open. I always look forward, I always look forward to hearing from you guys. Your calls are always welcome. Don't forget, you can also watch us on Twitch as well. Make sure you guys go ahead and you subscribe on Twitch. If you have an Amazon Prime account, that means you have a Twitch Prime account. Go ahead and subscribe to the Mighty Sports Podcast on Twitch. Getting get, get in, get in subscriptions there really matters because that is a paid subscription platform. If you don't have Twitch Prime, they do allow you to subscribe to one podcast every 30 days. Hey, yo, you ain't doing shit else with it. And if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't know nothing about it anyway. So go over there and make me a subscription. Forget about it. This is yo, your boy right here, Mighty Sports Podcast, a.k.a. Mr. Energy, a.k.a. the One Take Wonder. You know what I mean? A.k.a. the Brooklyn Buzzsaw, a.k.a. the Chocolate Boy Wonder, a.k.a. the Army's Black Knight.
before we run out of time, let me make sure I tell you, I, I remind you guys to continue to catch a, a wave that never subside. Thank you, Toby and Wigway, for that one. But more importantly, continue to ch continue to transform yourself into the kind of person that you would want to work for you. That's some deep shit, ain't it? What can we talk about for the last five minutes of the podcast? What can we bullshit on? I know I don't have a lot of bullshit time. I don't have a lot of spare time, period. I got this, I started this new job. I still I didn't start feeling better from my COVID till about like Wednesday of this week. So it lasted for about like 10 full days of me feeling like of me feeling either like complete shit or like semi-shit and foggy. I was definitely foggy for 10 days. And then but I was but I was I felt like complete shit for about five of them. And then just like semi-shit anytime I overexerted myself for the back half. So I'm no longer I'm no longer as winded as I used to be. That has recovered. I'm gonna try to see if I can if I can get myself to go on a bike ride sometime this week, and we'll see. It depends how the schedule goes, because now that I'm feeling now that I'm feeling better, I may work this weekend, right as well. But I'm not coming out to hang out yet in the general public. So if anybody's wondering where Talon's at, Talon's still quarantining himself just to make sure it's safe. But I'll definitely be out by next Friday. What else do we have in order? Ronnie, did you hear about Montrez Harrell and his trafficking charges? Did you hear us talk about that already? Montrez Harrell from the Charlotte Hornets. Kenneth, one of Kenneth Fareed. I call Montrez Harrell one of Kenneth Fareed's son. Mm -mm -mm. Listen, if you guys are listening in South, are listening in Florida, or if you're listening anywhere that has a Publix, right? Go to Sam's Club. Get yourself one of their vodkas. Their vodka is delicious. That's first things first. Right? Go to Publix. Get yourself one of their lemonades. It don't matter what flavor lemonade you utilize, to be honest with you. If you want to do it pure, you know, use their regular old-fashioned lemonade. But it works well with the mango. It works well with the blackberry. It works well with the raspberry. It works well with the pineapple. I haven't tried the cherry because I'm allergic to cherries. But yeah, that mixture of vodka and lemonade, say magnifique, chef is kiss, you know, whatever the fuck you do. Yeah, it's please, <laughs> Oh man, I really need to stop wilding because I feel like I want to get a game of 2K in tonight. Actually, I probably will. I'll probably get a game of, ooh, we just jabbed the fuck out of him. Yeah, I think I'll get a game of 2K in tonight while I upload the podcast. Thank you guys again for listening. Now we're just rambling and you listening. We got a lot of crazy shit to talk about. Hey, yo, not even that. Heard about the kid that, um, the kid that, the kid that those two white guys targeted, the little black kid that those two white guys targeted in their neighborhood while he was visiting one of his friends. They broke, they broke his back window. One of them talking about they had a gun on that they had a gun to confront a 16-year-old kid that they thought that they didn't like the way he was driving through their neighborhood. So let's confront this 16-year-old kid with a gun on us. Start yelling in his face, get the fuck out of get the fuck out my neighborhood. You don't belong here. We don't like your kind here. 
break his window and try to utilize scare tactics. Now, granted, both of the individuals that were involved in it, they have been arrested, thank God. I found it ironic that as I'm watching the video, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, you can tell that they, they, they wanted to call him the N-word and Trayvon Martin him. One of my friends gave me a lot of shit for that. She thought I was, be, she thought I was being excessive and I was race baiting. I got to call it like I see it from my people's point of view. I understand it may, every, everybody may not agree with it and everybody may not understand it. Call it like I see it. I walk it how they, I talk it how they walk it. So, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Ah. So, yeah, I was like, I'm looking at this. I'm, I'm over here thinking like, yo, that they look like they, they just couldn't wait to use the N-word and they really wanted to Trayvon Martin him. And if it wasn't for the fact that they were being recorded, they probably would have been calling him all kinds of N-words and they probably would have pulled, actually pulled the gun out on him. And, and threaten him. And, and see, that's, a, that's the one thing. that They actually didn't pull the gun out on him because they were being recorded. And that's the only reason I believe why they didn't pull a gun out on him. But little did I know that after I said that, I did not know when I, when I said that, that that was actually in Trayvon Martin's town. So now I don't feel no kind of way about it. Like well, initially, I was, I was, I was like, oh, I was, I was really taken to like, I, I understand my homegirl's point of view, even though I didn't express it in our conversation, right? At some point in time, I just blacked out and I was just egging her wrong because I didn't, because like she was putting way more energy in it that I actually cared about. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nat, I love you, but you really were. I understand why you didn't call me this morning. It's alright though. You could be upset. You, you, you have every right. You could be upset. You could be in your feels. It don't matter to me. It's okay. You gonna love me tomorrow. But um, but um, yeah. So uh, um, what was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? So yeah, I didn't know that that was actually Trayvon Martin's town. But like I said, now I definitely don't feel sorry about it because it lets me know that after George Zimmerman did what he did in that town, look how entitled those people feel in that area. They're like, yo. We feel that we're entitled to the point that if we don't like you in our neighborhood, we're going to throw a rock through your window. And who didn't they like? A little black kid in your neighborhood. See, this is some of the stuff that we worried about when George Zimmerman went off scot-free for, um, for being able to murder Trayvon Martin. But see... I wish that we would also start understanding, and, and, and he's a kid, so he don't understand this, and he also is not equipped like this. But when they start doing that, just like how George Zimmerman was able to get away with standing your ground, to you, and, and he was able to find utilize that loophole to murder Trayvon Martin, well, it works both ways too. When they start holding you hostage like that and impeding your movement, because that's holding you hostage. If they stand in front of your car and won't let you go, they're holding you hostage. If they stand in front of your door and won't let you go, they're holding you hostage. So if somebody starts to hold you hostage, you can stand your ground and you can let one off right in their fucking forehead and walk away like George Zimmerman. They made that rule. They made that law in Florida. So remember that when you're in Florida, and one of those people decide to, that, that 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 they want to get out of pocket or they want to feel extra entitled. And get, and get beside themselves and, and target you 
Remember, you can stand your ground and let one off right in their fucking chest cavity. Right in their fucking throat hole. That's if you have the gut. That, that's if you're built like that. If you're not built like that, don't go down that road. Not everybody, not every not everybody is used to that when you have a gun on them and you put and, and because why why even bring a gun to confront a 16-year-old kid? Because honestly, why bring a gun on you if you're not intended to use it? See, this has come from somebody that's had to use his gun. He's had to bust a gun for real. Why bring a gun on you that you have no intentions to use? So you needed a gun to confront a 16-year-old kid that you didn't like that was driving through your neighborhood. You know, a 16-year-old black kid that you didn't uh, that you didn't like that was driving through your neighborhood. That's what they were that's their that's that's their united front that's their that's what they showed so shout out to stanford stanford to stanford florida for reminding us how racist you guys are up there and with that said you guys have a wonderful night enjoy the rest of your time it's the mighty sports podcast i'm officially out and i hope i offended the fuck out of you with that one Hell, DJ Mighty, play my outro so I can stop rambling. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag. Oh, time to put this no curving up. Lag. Go and share my talent.